man growing up with a cane pole in his hand. Like a fool to dream sitting down by the street that leads him to the corpus pale. Give him a sack gun to please his mind. Give them well a few reasons to fly. Living in the city just ain't for me. I wanna go back to the country. Take me to Texas. I wanna go down that open road. Take me to Texas. I wanna see how far this country goes. Take me to Texas. I wanna go down that open road. Take me to Texas. I wanna see how far this country goes. your coffee cup, put the dog on the porch, and turn up your radio. This is the Outdoor Zone with DJ and Cody Ryan, live from the bunkhouse. There's a place up ahead and I'm going, just as fast as my feet can fly. Come away, come away, if you're going, leave the sinking ship behind. Come on. Pin Shack on the back of the ring. But we call it home every Sunday morning, 7 to 9, live right here at Outdoor Zone Radio Network and podcasted. This podcast is brought to you through all the podcast platforms available. And uh, you can find it all at our brand new website, theoutdoorzone.com, theoutdoorzone.com. My name is TJ Graney. And in the bunkhouse with me now is Cody Ryan. Good morning. I don't know if I've got uh, service going on right now. I don't know if anybody can hear me, if anybody, uh, if you can hear me, but. That means it's, it, you're echoey. It's bouncing. I'm echoey. A little bouncy, little bouncy, bouncy. Hey, uh, also beef is in the bunkhouse. Beef. Yes. Um, good morning. Good morning, Outdoor Zone. All right. That's well, a good try. That's a good try. Not very convincing. <laughs> um, but, hey, so we uh, come to you live on Sunday morning, 7 to 9. And, uh, yep, we're just uh, an old tin shack on the back of the ranch. Got a few screws in the screen door we had to put in there this morning because that thing's a little bit janky but hey you just add a bigger screw drive some old wood janky. stick matches nothing's up. janky drive Don't a couple of wood stick wood matches in the old screw holes and then just screw it back in it's just brand new you know golf I mean, tees golf tees work great for that you just pound them in break them off so there you go you just had to up me one no, I'm they just don't have, golf, they don't have golf tees back in the day that I learned how to do it. Golf this, tees were. You know, this is just adding value to the listening audience of the outdoor zone. That's so, all. well, I'm only, I'm one cup of coffee and part of it went cold. So it's going to take me a little bit here to, to join in on this whole thing. And, and you Get always right. know he had a late night. You always know he had a late night when you, uh, check that the show prep that he sends over and you do the math on the hours and you're like oh 
He just sent it over uh, 45 minutes ago. hours ago. <laughs> yeah. It was a late yes, night. Yes, sir. Late That's night. That's how we roll. It was a late night, and the the uh, the bunkhouse is, was not top of the priority of mm. uh, what, what was well, on the, what, all that he had the going queen, on. The queen bee was top of the line. Important. Speaking of queen bees. It could get real big, weird. <laughs> big day for beef today oh yeah yeah it is What's, uh it's so our beef 20 steak and cheesecake our 25th anniversary today wow 1997 june congratulations 5th. quarter century oh man and i'll tell you what guess what we're doing for our 25th anniversary we're going to smithville Woo! We going to the country. Going to the country. I can't believe that that's what we're doing on our 25th you, anniversary. You offer your wife True Lux. You offer her the finest restaurants in town, and she just wants to come to the country. Wants to come try out what is it? Yo Mama's Cafe or Yeah, what? sorry to say, Yo Mama's is closed today apparently. Oh. We're having to switch up and take you to the alternative option there which is just as good you'll dig it is that the uh, donation so you're taking, only you're taking beefsteak out for his anniversary no he's paying for everything <laughs> i'm just we're the guide service so yeah. the deal is the deal is kind of weird just, here's the funny part of it all this i mean i uh when i was talking to him he said uh well cheesecake has been and that's his lovely wife um, so it, it, she was, uh, he said she's been watching heartland. Oh yeah. She just wants to go out to the country somewhere. So I'm trying to figure out who do we know that's got horses so we can really mess them up Get them around some horses. Heartland is a 15 year series on Netflix. I guess it's Netflix or pure flicks. Netflix. One of the two. Netflix. It was on, it was on, uh, wasn't it on one of the main channels like WGN, WBN? CN, was it on a on a main N. station and then it switched over? Well, I don't know. We found out about it and we started watching Nickelodeon. it. Nickelodeon. <laughs> well, it'd be good for Nickelodeon. And who who knew there were be cowboys? Than some of the stuff. Who, who knew there were cowboys in Canada? Hey man, there are no that there are no cowboys on that show. Let's get this straight. Oh no, they're cow. Those no. are all cowgirls. <laughs> you know, every we, one of them are cowgirls. Cody, we we got to teach you because every person is recognizable by a character on Heartland. So we've got to come up with which character, Cody Ryan. Well, Cody's yeah. obviously one of the troubled boys that <laughs> come in and out of that show somewhere. <laughs> you think so, or do you think he's the dad of the? Uh, you know, oh, that's that's pretty I good. Know. This yeah. is you what mean are we Jack Leg? This Jack this is leg. like a middle school old Jack Leg middle school girls <laughs> conversation. Man, I know why it's here. This I got to remind y'all. This is a an outdoor hunting and fishing show, not a girls gossip. Uh, yeah, not but a, not the girls gossip corner. Hey, if I make it, if uh, if I make it twenty five years. In marriage, we've got to celebrate that. Come on. Got to celebrate on. A, a woman that'll put up with beefsteak for 25 years. 
No kidding. What do you think about that, Cody? I'm sure you have something to say about that. Well, and it's it's also, you know, in those 25 years developing new hobbies and and uh, now having to have, you know, a uh, a deer lease and guns and you know a boat that sits in the backyard and never gets used oh and, my, here we you go. know you've gone you've gone full redneck since you've been married you weren't a, you weren't like this when y'all met so there's some bit oh, significant changes it was in the there i just was wearing the wrong you know just uh had a costume on so hey uh so beef, I'm surprised you're not taking uh cheesecake out on the boat for like a a lake tour and a picnic on an island and Yeah, we talked about that too, but a three yeah. hour tour. <laughs> I'm too busy, man. I I'll tell you what, I we have to all sit down and talk cuz I've got too much going on. I got too many projects. Oh, don't get me too- beef. You don't want to hear from me cuz you already know what I'm going to say. The magic word is just two little letters that will change your world. C R N O N N O. Well, you can just quit running around picking up other people's stuff in their yards, picking up other people's cut down trees. You just start cutting stuff out. When we have the snow freeze apocalypse again, you're going to be the one calling me. No, 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 for, no. Uh, I got my firewood. Plan. It's in place. Hey, uh, so, but happy anniversary beef. It's a, it's an honor to, um, to hang with guys that are fighting the fight and, you know, being married can be a fight, uh, to, to, uh, to be successful in marriage, to stay married. It can be a lot of work and, and, uh, and I don't care if you've been married 70 years or two years or, uh, it takes work and to have a good marriage and a good marriage is one of the things we're called to do biblically. If we commit, we need to, to go all in. And, um, well, I, we had fun yesterday. We, uh, Mrs. Graney about 20 years ago, maybe she, uh, participated in the March for Jesus in Austin, Texas. And it was a huge thing. Thousands and thousands and thousands of people marching down, uh, Congress Avenue and up to the Capitol. And it was a big deal. And, uh, that was yesterday here in Bastrop, Texas, they had the March for Jesus and it was, it was pretty cool. I, I don't think they had one in Austin. No. So um, Cody, no, they did not. So Cody, I asked you yesterday, I said, so how far is it? How far does the walk goes? It doesn't matter. How far would you walk for Jesus? How far did he walk for you? And it's like, oh my, oh my God, I feel terrible now. <laughs> well, that was my way of like, I don't know. We just walked from this park over to the. Oh, you were deflecting. Oh, to I the courtyard, that. to the courthouse. But it was cool. It was, um, it was great to be around a bunch of people and a bunch of kids that, uh, you know, it's just cool. Uh, the, the community came in behind it. I like what I like is I like it when the community comes together for, for the good. Um, 
And this segment of the show was brought to you big by McBride's Guns. McBride's Guns, our hometown gun shop. They're an Austin family-owned and operated local full-service firearm dealer. They carry all the firearms that you would want. You can also take in and get firearms appraised or trade in for a new one or a different one. Looking for youth model firearms, they got them. Uh, you can find McBride's in the same place they've been for years, the corner of 30th and Lamar. You can call them at 472-3532 or online at McBride'sGuns.com because McBride's Guns, well, they're our hometown gun shop. And uh, part of what we were having to deal with uh, over the weekend are some car issues and thank goodness for our buddies over at sun automotive yeah this morning i was uh had the hood up and i was putting coolant in the vehicle and i thought to myself everybody at some point needs to have their vehicle repaired you know it can be hard to find a mechanic but at sun automotive we use our friends for Sun Auto Service. It's a family-owned and operated auto repair and maintenance company since 1978. Each and every person, Sun Automotive, works hard to demonstrate that they take pride in what they do. And we want to be the place you bring your vehicle anytime it needs scheduled maintenance or repairs. Ready to visit them? They have locations at 405 West Slaughter Lane, 1300 Medical Parkway, Cedar Park, and 1403 Rivery Boulevard in Georgetown, and now Lakeway at 1206 Ranch Road 620. Follow them all week on Facebook for great maintenance tips and specials, or go directly to their website, sunautoservice.com. We'll wrap this whole thing up on the flip side. It's the number one outdoor radio show. Uh, no, we won't wrap this whole thing up. <laughs> I'll wrap it up right now. We'll talk fishing on the flip side. And all your favorite segments coming up. It's the Outdoor Zone Live at the Bunkhouse 24-7, 365 at theoutdoorzone.com. American Blood Brothers, this is Ted Nugent on the Outdoor Zone, live from the bunkhouse with my blood brother, TJ. Whack em and stack em, would ya? Ow, ow, ow. Welcome back, regulators. It's the Outdoor Zone, live in the bunkhouse. I'm TJ Graney with the bunkhouse boys. Rocking with Uncle Ted. Yeah. Hey, there's nothing like summertime in Central Texas, so don't miss a chance for Jeep Freedom Days. Get a great deal at Nile Maxwell Supercenter. If you're looking for that perfect Jeep and can't find it, let the professionals at Nile Maxwell Supercenter have one built for you. Just because it's not in stock doesn't mean you have to settle for less. Our team at Nile Maxwell Supercenter will set down with you and build out exactly the Jeep that best suits you. We're the number one volume sales leader in Central Texas, and nobody has more Jeeps with us than us with larger inventory and more options than anyone else in town. At the Nile Maxwell Supercenter, 621 A3 in Austin. See all the savings online at NileMaxwellSupercenter.com. All right. CR, let's see if I we just can- got a report from somebody uh, listening via live on uh, 
they said I sound the same as y'all and nothing's gone goofy on their end listening. So I'm going to roll with it. Uh, Bassmaster Elite Series going on on Pickwick right now. And if you know anything about Pickwick, being in Tennessee, I've fished it a couple times, and they're starting to move out deep and catch them on those uh, offshore ledges with spoons and crankbaits, and and uh, it's a lot of fun to watch. You can watch Bassmaster Live as the top 10 uh, compete today for all the biscuits. And uh, another interesting deal, so I got back from fishing the – um, the National Professional Fishing League uh, tournament there in Tennessee, right in uh, Watts Bar Lake. And interestingly enough, Major League Fishing, the pro uh, circuit is there right now, or the BPT Bass Pro Tour is there right now. Um, just interesting that they're fishing uh, Watts Bar, being that no real major events have ever been there. And uh, we started it off last week or the week before, and uh, Major League Fishing there this week. And so it'll be interesting to see how they do and how their tournament goes. I think uh, they'll have – I think they've got a pound and a half limit on – uh fish something like that um you know we had some different size sizes that we had to deal with 15 inch largemouth 18 inch smallmouth and um so a little bit different setup as far as all that goes obviously but uh it'll be fun to watch if you're a if you're a bass fishing uh guru that'll be another good one to watch so uh that's pretty much it the national fishing world we're going to uh, see kind of a a shift where everybody goes up north here in a couple weeks i'll be going to michigan i'm looking at that drive beefsteak um (laughs) you don't want to uh make that drive haul my truck and boat up there for me do you just like a good pal maybe i could be your i can fly up there from now on i thought it would be better if y'all went together oh me and Co- no, 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 yeah, no, 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 beef. You can Cody? just sit next to him, ride shotgun, tell him stories, keep him awake. We could eat beef jerky along sure. the way. Y'all I'm could read, sure you could read just... a book to him while y'all are driving. No, no, see, it would be uh, I send beefsteak up there, he takes the boat and truck, and uh, I fly up there a couple days later. It's like 22 hours from my house, like 22 hours. Like, and that's obviously when you map something out like that, it doesn't account for stopping for fuel, stopping for food, stopping for any reason whatsoever. So 22 hours of like just driving. And I always check those at night. So there's, you know, usually no traffic. So you can get a real kind of judge of the actual time and not including traffic, not including stops, all that kind of stuff. Yeah, it's like twenty-two hours without any of that, dude. You better take so a, on another. You better take a hotel four break. Or six. What are you gonna yeah, do? You better do it. No, man. I'll just drive straight nice. through. Do a nice. You're gonna be so cranky when you get done. Oh, no, I'm not gonna drive. 
I'm not going to drive straight through. It's going to be 28 hours or something worth of driving if right. you take into stopping for fuel and food. And I'm towing a boat, all that kind of stuff. So you need I'm, a dog. I'm looking. I'm looking for God. No, that's the worst idea ever. No. Um, what I'm looking for is a way to put a mattress or something in the bed of the truck and get a truck full truck camper cab. Not the not a camper camper like an RV camper, but just the cap, you know, <sighs> so that it's dry, and uh, and put a mattress in the bed of the truck and just go back to the back of the bed of the truck, take a nap in the Walmart parking lot, right? You could do a blow not up the way to do those big trips. Yeah. No, yeah, I'll get a full on mattress. Yeah, but if I went with if you're you, gonna... Cody, if I went, we could switch driving duties. Wouldn't that you could? Oh yeah, one guy could be sleep. in the back sleeping, yeah. while the other guy's driving. Be perfect. Yeah, that'd be interesting. I don't know that I would be in the back. Highly illegal. That that's legal. Hey, my yeah, uh, Carmen's my wife's cousins drove all the way down from Wisconsin, and all the kids were in the uh, in the fifth wheel pull pulling uh, you know in the camper in the twenty. That foot. is way illegal. Way, way, way illegal. Anyways, so much what's not illegal, what's not is Niall Maxwell. We already did right? Niall Maxwell. We already told him about oh, you did? days. Yeah. That's oh, right. Okay. Oh. So, hey. Uh, Sorry, I was getting my computer figured out here on this end. But, so, that's that's the trip I'll be making. Uh, I was going to notate, too, that um, check your local state your states um around your areas check your states because a lot of them next weekend are the free fishing weekend a great time oh. to take out the kids take out uh different you know neighbors that have been bugging you about taking them fishing uh there's some there's some options in some states around the country next weekend so a lot of that coming up in the next week or two to get people outside outdoors and uh you know and fishing so obviously it's the fishing world has taken a a drastic drastic growth uh spurt in the last couple of years being with covid um i mean it's hard to find baits and it's hard to find anything to fish with um some of that stuff's starting to come back but a lot of people picked up the hobby, the new hobby of fishing. And uh, so the industry is is thriving. A lot of people out there fishing. A lot of people out there learning how to fish and, and catching fish. But um, a lot of great opportunities here in the next week or two in a lot of states to, uh, to do some opportunity to take out that like i said that next generation or that neighbor that's been bothering you without having to worry about the licensing part that becomes phase two of the learning hey also i saw a guy catches record-breaking 64 pound bass uh 64 pound fish in ladybird lake don't think too hard about this when you're dipping your feet off your paddleboard at Ladybird Lake. Next, one man caught a 64-pound smallmouth buffalo on the lake this year, reeling in a record along with it. Me and my buddy went to the lake. We were target 
targeting carp and I ended up catching that record buffalo, smallmouth buffalo or under the scientific name incubus bubbleus. <laughs> uh, are typically found in Texas in large streams, rivers exclusively of the panhandle, exclusive rivers, uh, exclusive of the panhandle, according to Texas Parks and Wildlife. They can be confused with carp, but don't have the barb barbells, the things that look like whiskers. Mm. Anyway, uh, took him 25 minutes to reel it in, caught it right there in downtown, uh, downtown Austin and you know people travel from around the world to fish for those in Ladybird Lake previously known as Town Lake in in Austin and they've had Yeah it's world, a weird it's a world class carp yeah, fishery world in carp Austin Texas ship has been here held here a guy won a million dollars once yeah. for catching a world uh, world record carp out of there won a million dollars on on that little lake um, i don't know if it was one of those deals where like the golf tournament where you get an insurance policy <laughs> and nobody's expected to win it but if they do oops insurance well, policy they've had, yeah out. they've had the world the world championship there uh several times and people from all over the world in austin texas to fish town lake or Lady Bird Lake, the World Carp Championship, because it's notorious for having giant carp. And uh, I, yeah, I think it's weird. I think it's I think it's weird that that Town Lake or Lady Bird Lake or whatever it's called these days that you see people in the water. When I grew up, it was radioactive. Do not go near town lake, oh if it was uh, water right and, and and the deal is it's just like the zoo they don't protest things that they don't that they want to do it doesn't fit their criteria but so too many people I, man you're right there's hundreds of them on paddle boards and kayaks piled up in the coves drinking i mean and i did and, and well and i just grew up i grew up with the mercury you know, based people telling town me it's toxic lake, right? toxic yeah 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 do not eat go fish. near that water and That's now i just see people just like frolicking about throughout the water <laughs> it's the weirdest thing to me hey i'll tell you what's not weird is altrua health share finding affordable top quality health care options can be tricky for the sportsmen entrepreneurs and those who are self-employed but altrua health share they're a 501c3 organization that's been sharing medical needs for over 25 years. Altrua HealthShare is not insurance. However, it offers a powerful alternative to traditional insurance and skyrocketing costs. Altrua HealthShare is a health share caring, uh, health care sharing ministry, which means that members commit to a statement of standards, which includes a healthy lifestyle. You'll find out how much you can save by going to myshare.org and uh, I have, uh, my family has Altrua Health Share as well. And so that's what we use. That's the option we found best fits for our family. And you should check it out too. Altrua Health Share, where we care for one another. All right, coming up, we'll uh, have news of the weird. We've got Game Warden Field Notes, all your favorite segments coming up. It's the Outdoor Zone Live at the Bunkhouse 24 7, 365. 
at theoutdoorzone.com. I'm Andy Morgan, and I fish FLW, and you're listening to the Outdoor Zone. All right, welcome back, Regulators. It is the Outdoor Zone. We are live in the bunkhouse. You can catch this podcast, this live broadcast, as a podcast on your favorite podcast platforms. You can share us with your friends. Just go to theoutdoorzone.com and you'll find all your podcast platforms right there. And uh, appreciate you being here, hanging out with us, whether it's live or on the podcast platform of your choosing. Hey, uh, Shore Raw Bar and Grill, man, mm. their jazz brunch on Sundays is to die for. I'm uh, looking at their uh their specials for today, and they've got a third coast Benedict, a breakfast enchilada, mm. blue crab artichoke dip. Oh, Come yeah. on now. They got the brunch cocktails. Everything is handmade. Absolutely delicious. It's the hottest, newest restaurant in Austin, Texas. If you haven't been there, if it's your anniversary, you may want to roll that way. It's sure raw bar and grill. Our friends over there. Uh, Rick Wahlberg and Jim Snyder killing it. The live music jazz brunch on Sundays, Sunday nights. There's live music almost every night of the week. There's live music located at highway 71 West at covered bridge, just West of the wine. Oak kill the shore raw barn grill. Go to shoreatx.com for details. Shoreatx.com for details. Shore raw barn grill. Go get your song. Now it's time for your news of the weird. Huh? Wild, weird, strange, and crazy things can happen in the outdoors. We seek them out and bring them to you each and every week. It's time for the Outdoor Zone's Outdoor News of the Weird. So I thought this one was just kind of bizarre but it's something <laughs> that you you think man that'd be cool or right. you want to do it you know you you want to be friends so um it's i got a news report this week and it said an aggressive dol- dolphin on the coast of north padre island has become a threat to human safety and animal life according to the national oceanic uh, right in yeah, the no. National Oceanic uh, NOAA. God, I'm spacing off on what it is. As of Monday, Noah said the dolphin remains a concern and potential danger to both itself and people. The dolphin has been placed in danger due to the extent of human interactions that are occurring, including swimming with, petting, feeding, or attempting to feed it, causing it to lose its natural, natural wariness of vessels and approaching people. It has been observed with wounds consistent with propeller injury on more than one occasion. Noah is con- convening a team of experts to determine what options may be available to mitigate the life-threatening situation. For now, the best outcome for the dolphin 
survival and for safety of others is to leave the dolphin alone and avoid seeking it for interactions. Biologists say the dolphin shows more aggressive behavior, including separating children from their parents in the water and isolating swimming pets from their owners. The public has been discouraged from feeding, swimming, or interacting with it for over a year. Now the situation has become critical with dolphin growing accustomed to human interaction, making a threat to public safety. Noah says the dolphin has become so used to interactions that it seeks out humans and boats. <laughs> Flip, flipper. That's all I could think of growing up. Well, you, I don't know if you saw it all the time, but I know I did. What's that? What's that flipper? There's a problem. <laughs> <laughs> a trained dolphin. And now well, everybody, everybody by, get, by wants the, to be friends with the dolphin. They see everybody, you know, it's just one of those things. And, and I guess there's so many people going to the beach now so many people hanging out at Padre Island, but this has been going on for over a year. There's all those COVID beachcombers. But by the way, just to make sure our listening audience knows Noah is national oceanic, oceanic. and atmospheric oceanic. administration. That's what it is. Mm-hmm. Duh. Wow. They I make thought a it was sweet too. I thought it was no AA or something. I don't know. N-O-A-A. No AA. Yeah, maybe anyway. that's what it is. Maybe they're all drinkers. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> so, we'll put a storm here and a storm that there. That means I'm now. not allowed. Uh, so you're so, not supposed to feed or encourage this them? dolphin. I don't know, Cheetos? Whatever you got, man. On the boat. Yeah, that you know there's, what? It, there's pro- times. Well, I was just going to say there's times where you and I, TJ, have fed dolphins. Um, or we, I don't think they're actually, aren't they called like porpoises or something? You're not supposed to call no, them like these dolphins. Are, these are dolphin. And, and the, the, this is the classic, uh, dolphin that when you're out with a guide and you catch a small trout and you throw it back in you hear a big slam and and the trout the dolphin are eating the fish as you throw them back into the water the small trout yeah that's what i was that's yeah. what i'm saying is yeah or or you're reeling one in and it gets smoked by this dolphin and i always call them porpoise i always thought they were called porpoise or something but they eat your trout or your redfish or whatever as you're reeling it in typically trout i think you know it's a soft softer meat i think they enjoy the the trout a lot better at the oh, speckled eat, trout as you're reeling in speckled trout they eat a bunch of them i know that for sure and yeah i know when we go out with captain gordon taylor we we're always around them. And I used to think it was a bad idea to be around them, but he said that, um, when, when you're around them, that just means there's trout around there. It means the fish are around there and, and you don't catch them on, on a, yeah, you just have to reel faster. (laughs) Yeah. You don't catch them on, you know, the only, I've never had a, I don't know that I've had a, a, a dolphin take my trout off my line, reeling it in, but I have had sharks do that while I was wave fishing have a shark come by and bite yes. a trout in half. 
and keep on going? I've I've been wade fishing with you when that's happened, and I if I didn't walk on water, I was probably the second closest person to ever walking on water after your <laughs> trout got eaten by a shark next to me. Yeah, I was uh running back to the beach and I fished off the jetty, I think, for the rest of that afternoon. Yeah, that was uh that was crazy. And you hear about that or you used to hear about it all the time. I don't know. I I just don't hear a lot about wade fishing and stuff like that. I know Captain Gordon Taylor, our guide down there in Rockport, he they wade fish all the time and man, they've been slamming I think some big too, fish. I and and I love wade fishing, but I think too, as far as the boats and the setups now, you don't have to wade fish as much being that you have power poles and things where you can anchor yourself into those shallow waters and and fan cast around and lift up your power poles drift a little bit down power pole down fan you know what i'm saying like the boats and the electronics and all these parts and pieces are changing where good point when we would wade fish we would run a boat up you know wherever up to the sandy you know, Island or whatever, and throw an anchor out and the boat would sit there for the next three hours while we walked around and fished all around, you know, that area. I remember when I first, I think maybe, maybe that's preventing or not preventing, but maybe that's the reason that, I mean, I know a lot of people still wade fish, but there's a lot of options to stay dry now and certain boat setups to prevent having to wade fish. And I remember when I first started wade fishing, I would, uh, I'd wear jeans and I'd buy a cheap pair of tennis shoes at Walmart or the secondhand store or something like that. And I would, I would fish in jeans and, uh, but man, I caught some big old flounder and some big old trout back in the day, wade fishing. I had my bucket, had my life jacket on. I had all the gear. Some of the most miserable feeling in the world is uh, coming out of the water with jeans on because that's what your dad did. And so that's what you, that's how you learned how to wade fish, walking out of the water and then having to walk like 400 yards back to the vehicle or whatever it was in hot, uh, heavy, wet saltwater jeans that just sit there and basically act as sandpaper on your inner thighs and your ankles <laughs> as you're walking 400 yards back to the truck that's man good memories. I mean, not, you know, good memories oh yeah. oh man never forget dad, that. dad carry me dad <laughs> don't make me walk can't you don't go get the truck Wow, that's how I saw it happening. Yeah, I just want yeah, to sunburn. Take a nap. Uh, give sun. me some Vienna sausages. And I'll be walking okay. back to the truck is no problem if you're walking back to a new GMC. Come on, that perfect truck or SUV, and you can't find it. Let the professionals at Nile Maxwell GMC have one built for you. Just because it's not in stock doesn't mean you have to settle for less. Our team at Nile Maxwell GMC. We'll sit down with you and build the exact vehicle that best suits your needs. Build it, buy it, 
and we'll deliver it right to your driveway. That's our Nile Maxwell Promise, Nile Maxwell GMC, exit 256 in Round Rock. You can check them out online at nilemaxwellgmc.com. See dealer for details because we are professional grade. Hey, coming up is Game Warden you Field point- Notes, and we've got a report now. People starting to go get out into the national parks. we got a report from Yellowstone that you are going to absolutely want to hear. It's the Outdoor Zone live in the bunkhouse, 24-7-365 at the brand-new website, theoutdoorzone.com. Hey, I'm Randall Tharp, and I fish FLW. You're listening to the Outdoor Zone. Fish on. All right, welcome back, Regulators. It is the Outdoor Zone, live in the bunkhouse. The number one outdoor show on radio in Texas and your favorite podcast on all your favorite podcast platforms. This show just you heard something you wanted to hear again and you want to share something with your friends, just go to theoutdoorzone.com and uh, push us, push over uh, to the podcast platforms, whichever one you're using, whichever one your friends are using. Hey, also, uh, Keystone Bank experience the value of community banking where local matters. This is where we bank. Uh, come join the bank of choice for Austin community members, families, and entrepreneurs. We're Keystone Bank, founded by Jeff Wilkerson and his team, uh, operated right here in Austin, Texas, by locals just like you. That's why we're so invested in our community and its success. When you bank with Keystone, you'll enjoy the local relationship-based service that sets us apart. Banking at your fingertips, anywhere, anytime. To learn more, get started at a Keystone account. Visit one of our locations in person at 11,500 B Caves Road. West Austin, 500 Pressler Street in downtown Austin, or 900 Hutchins Avenue in beautiful Ballinger, Texas. Or go to the website keystone.bank, keystone.bank for all the information on our buddies over at Keystone Bank. Now it's time for our Game Warden Field Notes. These are the stories of the brave and courageous men and women of law enforcement, defenders of the outdoors. These are true Game Warden Field Notes. You know, uh, once again, uh, the the public, just like we reported uh, about the dolphin, um, the public has some kind of weird idea that they can go up and pet a bear, pet a bison, pet, pet these wild animals that they're just pets. And I'm trying to figure out who are these people and where do they come from? A 25 year old woman suffered injuries after encountering a bison near the old faithful geyser basin in yellowstone national park nbc and other news organizations reported she succumbed to her injuries but have since redacted that statement according to a national park service press release 
the Grove City, Ohio woman approached to within 10 feet of a bison before the animal delivered a blow that propelled her high into the air, leaving her with several puncture wounds and other injuries. The incident occurred on Monday, May 30th, as the woman walked along a boardwalk trail at the Black Sand Basin area immediately north of the Old Faithful Geyser. Two other individuals were also within 25 yards of the same bison. After she was gored, the woman was transported via ambulance to the Eastern Idaho Regional Medical Center. The official signage in the park literature tells implore, implores visitors to remain at least 25 yards away from the uh, large mammals like bison at all times. So uh, I know this area well, and it's a, uh, it's a bunch of wooden sidewalks that go through the geyser areas. And, uh, and I, I was just there a year or two ago and, uh, extensively walking these things. I've never seen the bison in that area around the geysers walking around. Um, but it, again, it says, stay away from them, stay away from them. And you don't know whether she was, you know, trying to get close, but they see people all the time there. They see people all the time. I, I don't, I don't know that they would be spooked by seeing a person. So it's an interesting, at least she didn't go up and try and pet it, or at least didn't say anything about her making the mistake of trying to get up too close. But I mean, did, did you also so read that TJ that, Around that same time, a woman char was was charged by a sow grizzly with cubs after she deliberately encroached on the bear with a cell phone camera rolling. A disturbing video of the incident shows the woman behaving more like she's in an urban zoo than the wild domain of a dangerous predator. There's the answer right there. It says, zoo. according to Forbes... Well, and well, I was just going to say too that I mean, and it's and I see it. I saw it on a local hunting uh, page that I'm a member of for Texas. There's a guy that you know hand feeding an axis buck off its back porch in Central Texas, <laughs> and you know people people warning him on the post that he made that look, dude, it's not safe. And there, and he you know came back and said we've been feeding this deer since it was you know a, a a fawn and and they're like i i understand but it's a wild animal and they were giving accounts of we tried that too and here's you know i had six stitches from this one and this one went crazy and killed my dog and you know all these people had all these stories where they tried to hand feed deer or uh axis deer and all these animals i thought was very interesting and they all had stories of where it went south and i mean there was like 50 comments on this guy's post like and that's not smart i wouldn't do that and yet for whatever reason people think that interacting with wildlife is um you know somehow going to be different for them than it has been for others with, you know, stories. And so it's just, it's interesting how people still like 
you know, like, oh no, this deer's different. You know, I it was I've done this differently. It was interesting. I was watching a uh a documentary last night on the History Channel on the Doolittle um air strikes in from the uh flying World War Two uh bomber planes off of an air um off of a um aircraft right aircraft carrier uh over japan and um one of those pilots and and all, all the pilots all all the guys on the planes pretty much knew that it was it was almost a suicide mission there was no guarantees and one of the old boys that was they interviewed that was one of one of the guys on one of the planes said well, you know, when you're doing these missions, you're not thinking you're going to be the one to die. You kind of feel like, well, you're going to live. And you just look at those other guys and you think, oh, that poor sucker, he's not going to make it. But, but you never think that you're going to be the one to die. And it was an interesting statement how we put ourselves in, in this bubble in our minds when it's probably as far, obviously it's as far from the truth. I mean, there's a, a, an arm full of people who have fallen off of cliffs, been attacked by wild animals in the national parks. I mean, there's a whole list of it and it happens every year. Then again, that guy that you were talking about, uh, that said, looked over at the other guys and said, uh, poor sucker, he's going to die and I'm not going to, well, apparently he was right because he was on the documentary making that comment. Right. (laughs) So were the other guys thinking that too? Well, I just thought it was an interesting comment. How we, (laughs) how we protect our own, how we, how we separate ourselves from everybody else. We're the one who's going to be able to get up next to the grizzly and get a photo and that all that stuff doesn't, right. that, that, that's not us. That's not me that gets attacked by the grizzly. That's not me that slips off the edge and falls into the grand Canyon. That that's, I don't even, you know, they just block it out and uh, man, that, that awareness is life in the outdoors. That awareness can be the difference between life and death. So, I mean, you know, you see it anyway, you see it too. You see somebody pushing their boat, going just a little bit fast on rough water. And that boat is, you know, flipping around. It's like, oh, well, we're not going to be the, we'd never be the one that got, that flipped over. And this is hitting home. This conversation is, is hitting home too much. TJ, I'm that guy that, uh, that pushes it. That's yep. thinking it'll be the next person. It'll be the other person. That's right. Mm, this is a tough conversation. Well, we'll just have to look at folks. We encourage you to look at beefsteaks, Facebook page and <laughs> see just what he's talking about, but uh, it's true. I mean, it's you, you kind of separate yourself from, and, and there's times where, I guess that would probably be in a, in a, in a battle situation. You have to have a way to separate emotions and fear from your job. 
and in a survival or, you know a survival yeah you yeah, can't a survival allow, situation yeah if you allow fear in if you allow just like oh oh I, i've seen so many you know you then you do die then you do right. die. well my my sister well, summed even it in up. some my sister summed it up and she said well I, uh, yes, you were very adventurous growing up. We did all kinds of crazy stuff, but I never felt in danger. It was my, like my life was in danger. You would always go right to that edge and then stop. So, well, there you go. There's no better way to ensure a successful farmer ranch operation than to have safe and well-built equipment that you can rely on for years to come. From handling equipment, ranching equipment, fencing feeders, rodeo arenas, we're proud to offer you the top quality products available on the farm and ranch market today. Beef and cheesecake are coming out to the farm today. They're going to see that preferred gate when they come walking in. Powder River, WW Manufacturer, all the top names in the industry are the gear that we use on our place. If you've got one acre or a thousand acres, you need to get the good equipment so you won't have the problems down the road that you would if you buy the cheap stuff. You can get the good stuff at farmranchstore.com. Farmranchstore.com, that's where the landowner goes to get the work done. All right, a whole other hour of the Outdoor Zone coming up. We've got some of your favorite segments, including the Armed Citizens Report, uh, Peter Report, all that and more. You don't want to miss it. It is the Outdoor Zone, and we are live in the bunkhouse. I'm in Rock Springs, Texas. TJ's out in the uh, at the farm, and Beefsteak, well, he's heading out to the farm after this. So uh, stick around. It's the Outdoor Zone, 24-7, 365 at theoutdoorzone.com.